Well, okay. <laughs> well, we are live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And let's welcome back to let's smoke about it with Cap and Daddy and Nookie Puss. Yeah. Hello, everybody. How Hello. do you? How well, do you do? It's uh, it's been a hot minute, but boy, do we have some stuff in store for you guys today. Um, first and foremost, I would like to bring forth a debate about whether or not. Christmas music belongs during all seasons of the year rather than just wintertime. I myself am an avid believer in Christmas music being played whenever. I specifically prefer the August Burns Red Christmas album because it brings a certain level of joy of the season as well as the heaviness that I've come to grow and love. So, have you ever seen the inside of a jail cell? Because yes. <laughs> you're going to get used to it. You keep talking like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't get back. I can't get. No, just it barely belongs for a week. A week at most. A week. A week You're at most. You're telling me a week. A week, and it has to be the week of Christmas. My thing is, is that I believe yes that Christmas has been too far extended, even into November. I feel like Christmas as a whole should be selective to just December. But I also feel like some of the things that we take from Christmas in terms of the decoration and the spirit, we should kind of keep um, in through January. Because January has nothing. January is boring. It sucks. I mean, yeah, we have New Year's. But, like, after New Year's, there's really nothing to look forward to until Valentine's Day. And realistically, who does that much for Valentine's Day unless it's the romantic gesture the night of? I'm talking in terms of, like, a true celebration. It should be more festive. Maybe not so focused on like the religious aspect. Obviously, I think that that could be kind of axed out a little bit. <laughs> but the 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 festive side of it, the parties, you know, big um, joyous events, you know, gathering around good yeah. food, good people, and you know, making sure that everybody's safe for the night, as opposed to going to sleep night after night, you know, by yourself, alone. <laughs> like, <cold laughs> alone. alone. Wow, it, Christmas yeah, time yeah. and you're alone. Oh, dude. So that's so that's Loser. my other problem. God. Christmas uh, in years past, to me specifically, has turned into a half day event, and what? I think that's why I'm so damn salty what? about what? it. What do you mean by half well, day? Okay, like, so I say half day. Do like, you what stop at noon or start at noon? <laughs> no, we, we stop. <laughs> no, we, uh, no dinner. You know, we do we do Christmas Eve, right? Like once everybody's off of work or whatever, we show up five six. We do Christmas Eve all the way through Christmas morning, and then we do an early dinner at like one or two or whatever. And then after that, like gets it. And I'm not saying that that needs to be it like that. I, I sound like a pompous ass, but I, I feel like there could be a little bit more drawn out to it, you know, yeah. like make an event okay. of going and sledding down a hill, you know, make an event of going and, um, doing like a particular feast style dinner, not necessarily just for the Christmas, but like, oh, okay, you know, things like of that nature, you know, get and, and jello shots and jello. And yeah, I mean, you technically, you got you get to do it. that twice in December once for Christmas. You, you know how you can make that a reality? You can switch over to Judaism and eight you got nights, fucking, eight nights of Hanukkah, bro. Eight fucking nights, yeah, man. but are they allowed to get trashed? Yes, probably. I don't think so, dude. Do you <laughs> have to? But that's what I was saying. Like, you get to do two kind of feasts in December: one for Christmas, and the other one for uh, New Year's Eve. If you if you celebrate New Year's that way, it's a new it. year. Like, just, doesn't matter yeah. what your religion is, you celebrate going into a, a new year. I don't believe it's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't circle that, son. We stayed in one spot. 
The sun circled around us. We are the center of the universe. <laughs> I like to say it is still the year 1984. It has not changed since then. Orson Welles. <laughs> no, we're really in 2012 because the simulation, that's when we got put in the simulation. I was going to say, that's when our universe collapsed and they had to But create. the simulation wasn't strong enough to last this long, so it's falling apart in the year exactly. 2020. Yeah. And this is what we're seeing. It's the direct result of the catastrophic events that have led up through our timelines. And yeah. Stephen Hawking said it best. We discovered a particle and a new way of forming a, a lapse and a warp in the time-space continuum. The God particle. The God particle. Yeah, you're going to name a particle the God particle Damn. and think it's going to be fine. To, like, it's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have essentially thrown ourselves into a never-ending spiral of destruction of our own timeline while others choose to prosper and unless we can figure out how to get to that timeline specifically we're dead because planet jumping at this point is out of our reach we've not out of up. our reach it's out of our reach to the point where we're not going to get more than 100 people safely to another planet within the time frame that we have left quickly yeah with yeah with how long it takes just to get over mars exactly like, we'll, so we'll, we'll get maybe like 20 30 people mm -hmm. over there colonizing it that's another <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we burn it mm -hmm. we just need to watch the martian and be fine on colonizing mars potatoes i we talked about this yeah, already shit the into martian your... and i still haven't seen it no i still haven't seen it it's been like what three weeks and still haven't seen the martian again <laughs> goes back to the second podcast terrible at watching new movies yeah, you really are. I, awful, myself, within the last week, have watched, like, five different movies that I've never seen before. Damn. I haven't really watched a whole lot. Um, have you seen Zodiac? I haven't seen Zodiac yet. Really? Is it good? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, I mean, it's it's a little bit older now. It's weird saying that because it was, like, 2007. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's old now. It's old news. Oh, yeah. No, but um, what do you, what do you, who do you got in there? Robert Downey Jr., Jake Gyllenhaal, uh... That other guy. <laughs> I'd love that other guy. <laughs> you know, you're really painting a picture with that other guy there. I think yeah, it's coming together. It's, it's a bit long. It's, it? it's like almost three hours. So it's a, it's a pretty long movie. But it's like, it, it's like event after event after event in the beginning. And it's like kind of hard to follow at first because it's like following the Zodiac killings in the prime time of the, the 60s up to the 70s. Um, which is cool because it's like actual, actual documented cases of the Zodiac killer. Um, and actual cases they went over. So uh, I kind of gave it some slack there because if it was a regular movie, I'd be like, this is trash. Like, this is, it's going by too fast. I can't keep up. And then it really slows down because, well, the killings kind of stopped for a while and they're still trying to figure it out. And fucking, oh, Mark Ruffalo, that was the other guy. So basically, it's a bunch of people that are now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's before they got the superpowers. <laughs> and you see Robert Downey Jr.'s character. I forget his. I f forget his name the guy he's playing but he kind of goes into a downward spiral because he's looking into the case for so long and he's just like not figuring anything out and becomes a raging alcoholic and <laughs> it sounds, i feel like i have seen that movie and then but yeah. it's been so long since like you said 2007 and then you got the the naive high-spirited jake gyllenhaal he's just the cartoonist for the newspaper and he's like i'm gonna figure out zodiac killer <laughs> i'm gonna figure i'm a real boy yeah and then it kind of drags out through the middle, but then right at the end, it gets like picks up again because he's like figuring shit out, and he's just like, "Holy fuck, <laughs> that's the guy! <laughs> he's the guy that I've been looking for this whole time." Yeah, thank you, cartoonist. It's cool. 
And then afterwards, I watched Goldeneye, which is a huge tonal shift. Holy shit. That all happened this week? This was like two, two, that many two or three weeks ago. Yeah, this, see. Was, this was like two or three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, the movie Greener Grass on Hulu? No. Have you seen The Green Mile? Of course I've seen The Green Mile. Okay. Um, Greener Grass is actually kind of nuts. It's one of those movies where I've seen it probably five times now, um, and I still just... I couldn't. I can't really tell you what the ho- overall theme is supposed to be. Um, but within the opening scene, the one of the main characters gives away her like infant child to her friend like here you go it's your daughter now like huh. and then proceeds to sp- i mean other things happen in the movie but throughout the movie she continuously goes back and asks if she can have her daughter back and the woman gets more and more like pissed off that she keeps coming back and asking quit asking about your baby <laughs> she's my baby now it's she's a wet bottom is her last name don't be a fucking indian giver you're like <laughs> whoa <laughs> no take backsies <laughs> Uh, you, is that politically correct to say now, Indian giver? Yeah, no. Is that racist? No. Yes. <laughs> Slap yourself on the hand. Er, I was gonna say I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure of the implications and what we're trying to accomplish here, but I would say that that may be a little far out of reach. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know those Brazilian nuts? You know my grandpa called those. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I was going to say, better left unsaid. Let's just say with like, the pause, that's enough right there. You know. It ain't it's bad. It's bad. Is the N-word worse than cracker? Well, obviously, you couldn't say the N-word, so it seemed like that one's the worst <laughs> word. And it's the same argument for Karen. Stop trying to relate a terminology used for Which a group word? of people with a similar mindset. That was weird to see that pop up. People were like so getting dumb. really offended by it. I'm like, I don't want to be called a what's, Karen. It's like, what word do you like follow up Karen. with? Word. Not Karen. So obviously you can not say the Karen, Karen word. Yeah, <laughs> K word. <laughs> they said the K word. What cunt with a K? It's just weird. Seeing that like, would have a much harder implication. I feel. I feel like the C U N T is just too pretty written out <laughs> as like an actual word it's ugly right but written out like if it had a k- like k-u-n-t like that looks like an ugly word well if you think about it yeah it looks kind of like a pitfall yeah come <laughs> on you got k and a t what about k-o-o-n-t coont <laughs> <laughs> same way but it's like someone slapping you with a pie right in the face but see that's borderline uh, racism right there in itself you get rid of the t what do you have coon? Uh, yeah, you coon? walked into it. Coon. I uh, walked no. right into that. No, because you're just getting rid of the T. So it's just K-O-O, coo. Oh, coot? Is that what you were saying earlier? You were saying coon? Uh, oh, did you put an N in there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, then. That's coot. what I'm saying. Okay. I thought, yeah, that's uh, what we thought you spelt out. We didn't. No, you good. I'm wrong. You're fine. Anyway. You're looking good over there. I... Thank you. You know, there's something about a shirtless man. Sitting to my right. I'm kidding, ladies and gentlemen. He does have a sleeveless shirt <laughs> on, though. Um, giving us a good show of the cannons. Captain Daddy out on full display today. Bright pink nipples. Peacocking mm. around. Showing us what we really ought to be seeing. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes your Boy. VOP. Batteries out and everything. Pizza. It exploded. <laughs> 
Okay, so I guess that puts the end to the debate of the Christmas thing. You guys are definitely not for it. Um, <laughs> like, see, so, okay, let me finish it, I guess, with it. I don't mind the Christmas music. It does have it, a, it has a limit. It has to be me, a specific, though. like, variation. I'm talking, like, the old school, like, the good classics. I don't want to listen to the Mariah Carey shit. I don't want to listen to that new school. No, that's what Like, I'm the Michael Even Buble the- stuff, you know, is good because he still follows suit of, like, the old school, like, the Sinatra-esque, like, style of music. But it yeah. just... But it's all the same theme, is what yeah. I'm saying. Like it's so okay. So then, how well, would it be if if it was like I was saying earlier, if it was generalized, if it wasn't so specific towards Christmas, but as more of a festive a season feel. for like two, yeah, for like a two-ish month period. I can get behind a holiday feel. Yeah, like one is just saying, hey, this whole month is mm-hmm. full just of holidays. Like, it's like Hanukkah, mm-hmm. uh, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. What the fuck is Kwanzaa? Uh, you know, I've actually <laughs> been super curious about you that. You never put a, you never went put your presents under the Kwanzaa tree, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. What is a Kwanzaa tree? tree? What do yeah, I get it? Fuck, I don't know. Is it like cactus? Is that a Kwanzaa tree? Uh, I'm not like, sure. That's like the Futurama bit. Hey, Kwanzaa bot, how's it going? Oh, you know, just another year of handing these out. The book that says, what is Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa <laughs> bot handing it out to kids. <laughs> 300 and something years, and I'm still handing these out. I, to, I don't know why I'm going to bring this up, but to... I think it's interesting how everybody was trying to be more, I think initially we're trying to be more inclusive of all holiday ideals of what people celebrate with the happy holidays initially. And people still took like offense to that as opposed to, no, it's, it's America. We say Merry Christmas. We're I didn't only. think that would be such a big stink. I didn't think again, it would be a big deal religion either. Religion is involved. It's in yeah. It. So which makes it God so difficult. I can't Christmas. tell you how many times I've tried to have like a straightforward discussion that didn't turn into a theological reference point like I, I understand that you have a certain I don't know I guess it's just because I've never like said hey my thought process is based off of my a belief system that I have of religion like that's never in my mind yeah. been a, a, a like a an ex- not even an excuse but like your reasoning behind the way you think it's always been like, hey, a certain level of experiences has shaped my mind to the view of the world, the world a specific way. That's virtually how it's come to be. I haven't been ble- I haven't been led blindly by an organized religion to believe. And in that's a, what it needs to be in a you, hive mindset. That's where essentially your wisdom's coming from is your experience. You've just learned from what you've done. You're like, hey, just letting you know from what I've done. Don't do it like that or do it like this. Yeah. It's not. And I've been through some shit. That's why I give great advice. <laughs> <laughs> when it was like when we were talking about your parents, sometimes you learn what not to do from your parents. Oh, one hundred percent. I saw uh, said. I saw it said best the other day. Um, the greatest gift that your parents can ever give you is the gift of childhood trauma. And the reason being is because as you get older, you realize as you become more of an individual and more self-aware of your own emotions and how you handle certain situations, you realize that they were once in the same place that you're at. Maybe even younger. My, I was, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure I was alive at this point when like my parents were my age. Oh, I'm I totally sure was, I was as born. well. Yeah. Like I, was and, like, I couldn't it. imagine like having a kid right oh, now. Did, Not did really. Your, your parents had you at like 24, 25? Yeah, 24, 25. Yeah. Okay. My parents were a little bit older. They were about 28 or so. They were like nearing 30. Like mm-hmm. uh, I right now I'm still not the age at where my parents even met each other. Really? Okay. Because they met each other and within I want to say three months of dating had me or like 
I was a thing. You were, yeah, you were conceived. <laughs> you were an issue. Just <laughs> uh, and you were a freight train. Yeah, so they're they're the not like older, but just a little bit. Yeah, because you know typically when a lot of people start pumping here them in the U.S. have kids is usually between the age of. 19 unfortunately younger sometimes but mm-hmm. around 19 to 25 and it, i think my mom yeah. was like 23 when she had me i think my mom was right around 23 too so it's like man you're having, you're having me right now mm-hmm. and i'm thinking about it i'm like dude i don't even know don't, what to do next don't get me wrong when i was a kid like, i kid? thought that that was you know not necessarily the next step, but that was my that was my next goal. I'm not saying that I was like just blindly following some path, but like I definitely yeah. knew I wanted to be married well, and when start you're with like, my own family. When you're like, uh, sorry, not 25. When you're like, you know, 19. between seven and ten years old, you yeah. know, 25 seems like about so far half, away, half a century away. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like that's they seem so old, like they've been on Earth for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, but it's, it's like, like when you're young too, like when like uh you're developing and when you think parent adults you know they, they know everything mm-hmm. <laughs> they, oh, they know all the things and yeah they're impervious and they know everything and i know nothing i am <laughs> and then i think it's around the time at least for me probably around like high school you know like 15 years old or so you kind of start realizing you're like I don't think anybody knows what's going on. I don't think every, everything is confusing, and I think everyone's <laughs> just winging it because no one knows why we're here. No one knows what was before or what comes after. <laughs> I feel like every day there's something new. <laughs> well, and that brings and me back. Prepared for that. Yeah, that brings me back to the quote. It's like the greatest. You know, they have their own traumas. At one point, they were the same age that we are. They were trying to yeah. get it figured out. So it's like they they gift you with this certain way of being brought up and you get to see the positives as well as the negatives. So that way, if you ever get into that same position where you get to be a parent, you get to do things differently. And it's not, and I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect. No parent is perfect. Everyone has bad days, bad moments, times where they feel, (laughs) I'd like to think that I am. Look at a perfect child over there. (laughs) But but he, you know, (laughs) it, it just, it, inflate my ego the only thing that you can do is hope to be better that's really it the only thing you can do is hope to be better yeah yeah Yeah. and And uh, i feel like a lot of people lose sight of that well that goes back to you just got to learn what not to do by based off what your parents because you know what to do because they're going to teach you Mm -hmm. see this is this is why i do this so this happens Mm -hmm. all right but you don't tell me about the things that you accidentally Mm -hmm. did that you had to recover from exactly right so it's like and what sucks sometimes is uh, when people grow up, like our parents' generation, like Gen X uh, area, like after the baby boomers and shit, like they, uh, a lot of them will take what they grew up with as bad. And instead of really like changing it, like more nuanced, they just kind of do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of shown in the last oh fucking 10 generation 10 15 years mm-hmm. about the last 10 years of people growing up where their parents were like super super hard on them mm-hmm. and very strict or very religious and then they just do the complete opposite mm-hmm. let their kids do whatever they want buy them whatever they want and it's raised I'm a generation raise, of i'm not gonna raise my kids like i was raised i'm yeah I'm like, my mom never got this stuff for me i'm gonna mm-hmm. get you everything yeah i'm gonna give you what i didn't and have. it 
it doesn't have that kind of problem, but it's a new problem now. Yeah. I just I don't understand why they choose such extremes. I mean, realistically, I don't understand why humans and nature in general don't or choose those levels of extremes. Why when I child. well, when I think defense mechanism maybe maybe when Dealing I like a yeah like trauma. they don't want to they don't want <laughs> the, to so their defense mechanism to deal with that trauma and is I to think just revert to a living, complete opposite. Yeah, like trying to live vicariously through your children. I say that's Which a, is big, a horrible like, idea. I wanted to, you know, like the dads that were like, I wanted to be a football player, so you're going to play football and you're going to exactly. be good. No, that's a good one because, like, yeah, like, there's That parents. happens more often than you would think. Well, with gymnasts especially. Mm-hmm. Oh, those, yeah. Those kids get lived through vicariously through their parents so hard because yeah, they're dedicated a- Athletics? Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. You're <laughs> like a shadow of your parent almost. Yeah, and, and some t- like, I think, my dad brought that up to me. He's uh, the last time I saw him. He's like, I hope, like when we had you sign up for sports and stuff, you didn't feel like that I was like forcing you to do that. I was just like, you know, I like sports and stuff. I want to see if you liked it. I'm like, oh no no, like I chose to play soccer and baseball. Like that's yeah. why I didn't play football and stuff because I was like, well, I want to play soccer. Yeah. And he and I'm like, and the reason I stopped is because I didn't want to do it anymore. Right. And I you just... didn't make me do it. So fuck you let me go into band and play music and stuff right you guys were super cool about it and hell yeah i appreciate that letting me like forge my own path instead of being like uh no (laughs) you're gonna play baseball and you're gonna be on the fucking dodgers one day (laughs) (laughs) you're going pro damn it and that's that's just shows how mindful your your parents were of that entirely and i feel like my parents had a similar thought they're like we don't want to like force you even though they it kind of felt like they did because they asked me a hundred times if they, if I wanted to. <laughs> to be fair, though, even as an infant, I would just sit on the couch and like wait for them to turn on football. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> See, but, no, my parents didn't care until uh, about me playing sports because I didn't play sports until middle school. And oh, really? Yeah, I approached them. I'm like, hey, I want to kind of try out for football or whatever. And so I just did that. And then because of me, that's when my brother did it. Mm-hmm. Did it at an earlier age. It's kind of it's kind of funny how like I don't know if your younger brother was like that, but I felt like with our brothers, um, me and captains here, uh, <laughs> they uh, they always seemed to we always kind of did things like in tandem, you know, uh-huh. like oh, yeah. we would we would play games together. Mm-hmm. I picked up baseball. He's like, well, I want to play baseball too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'll pick up soccer. He's like, well, I want to do that too. Yeah, if you played soccer as well, right? I was after gonna me. say I except might... he was a little more adventurous. He ended up picking up like basketball and shit too and he started doing that and i was like eh, i'm not good at basketball i can't fucking <laughs> i can't fucking shoot i tried basketball once in middle school and i got on the c team the worst team that's like we can't cut you because we want everyone to play but here, here's a team <laughs> i for what so my parents um wanted my dad especially wanted us to play sports from an early age but he wasn't like super like adamant about like you can only play this right so he definitely let us like venture out and like choose and soccer was the first one and i have an older brother as well so a lot of it you know stemmed down from them he, he I never did played. not know that yeah he ne- <laughs> he's like four years older than me he never played football but he started off with soccer in like late elementary maybe middle school and then went to baseball at the end of middle school mm-hmm. never played in high school and so i wanted to do i got you know the idea of doing soccer a lot earlier and then my younger brother got the idea of doing soccer even earlier than that but i wanted to do baseball i was only old enough for t-ball so i said fuck baseball altogether yeah (laughs) it was a bad idea but then similarly my younger brother picked up um football after i did he picked up basketball after i did and then i would try and learn how to like skate and shit like that and i just wasn't very good at it 
ping pong and whatnot. My younger brother was a prodigy in like just <laughs> athletics in general. It, it, was, it super was the weird. Itachi to your Sasuke. Yeah, it was annoying as <laughs> shit. With ping pong. Yeah. I, Can you imagine Itachi playing ping pong, dude? No one could beat him. Getting jutsu. <laughs> <laughs> you got like five balls coming at you. Say, you don't know well, which one's I was going to say, one. you'd think that you'd just make it simple enough that you think you hit it and you like miss it by an inch like every time and you would never notice. <laughs> Speaking of segue, I hope you guys got your helmets on because we're we're leaving right now. Oh yeah, here we go. Hop on, boys. Yep, yep. Everybody got their helmet on. Have you guys ever ridden a Segway? I don't think that they have horns. They have to have horns. You would think there has to be a horn or like a bell, like a little. No, I'm thinking to let people know behind. Clown horn. On the Segway. Like a like an old jalopy horn. Like a truck horn on a fucking Segway. No, it's a a fog horn. Oh, that would be even scarier. Those things are even louder. On a Segway, you're hauling ass. Especially at night. It just sounds like a bar just coming directly into your town. You're in the middle of land. (laughs) Yeah, you're on the middle of the street. You're in a fog horn. What is going on? (laughs) 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 Sorry, that's my best fog horn impression. Some dude comes mobbing on a Segway. What? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's perfect. It's I I honestly am just happy that that exists in a song. I didn't realize that that was a real thing. I thought that was just for a meme, and that's a legitimate pre-breakdown vocal lyric, and I love it. It just that will never never die as long as memes stay alive because, like you were saying, it's perfect. What the oh, fuck is going on? You can you can pair it to any gift. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it'll it'll match virtually every time as long as you get the timing of the intro to like what's you know being reacted to to it appropriately. It'll it'll yeah. it'll never die. Um, speaking of which, have you guys seen any of like the the memes where they recycle a lot of the video, but they switch the audio? So like they did one of the guys from I think the. It's not the undesirables, but it's something like that. It was like a goofy offhand kind of movie. It made you feel like you were watching a variation of waiting. Um, huh. But they, you know, it's a, it's a scene where they're standing across an empty dance floor. They're standing at a bar and there's just a booth of girls sitting there. And then they all awkwardly like dance over to them in the middle of this movie. And in each clip, the audio gets changed to different songs that they're dancing to. Um, huh? There's a video of a guy from a band called Harm's Way that does like a running man on stage <laughs> during the breakdown. So you've seen that. I've but seen there's, that, yeah. You know, and they switch out the audio. They switch it to different songs that are similar beats okay, per minute and okay. all that stuff. And, and, yes. and add up, yeah. I so, know what you're talking about now. Yeah. They, uh, now that they broke it down like that, yes. I yeah, understand. but that that was really the one that I wanted to talk about was the Harm's Way guy because there were some, there's a whole <laughs> meme page on Instagram dedicated to that meme specifically <laughs> and just changing out the songs. The running man. Uh-huh. And it's great because, <laughs> okay. you know, the whole mosh pit, you know, starts going crazy as well. And it, he's just like this really big guy. And it, yeah, he's just running this man, dude. His running man looks weird. He looks so stiff too. Like he just looks like he's well, he sore pissed. when he's doing it. I mean, that too. Like, if I anyone gets near him, he's just going to pop him. <laughs> yeah. He's, I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to mess with him. He looks like just a brick of muscle. He looks nice. Yeah. He, what, what do they call him? Like, a lot of the, or, fuck, that, that's old now, I guess, huh? That that guy, like that meme with the, isn't that the big Viking dude that's like. No, not that guy. Not the EDM Viking. Oh, shit. There's another one. I had that it's dude a, in my mind this whole time. It's a live video. 
of a concert being performed. Okay. And, See, I was thinking of EDM Viking um, Man, and I was I like, yeah, he is really stiff. He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll pull no, that up. Yeah, the harm, Captain Daddy. If you could show me the Morty. Um, yeah, it's he. He just once you see it, you'll understand what I'm saying. But the EDM Viking, what's? Yeah, it was like a weird outside EDM concert, and it was like some it, it, in Norway or something, some somewhere across seas, hmm. and it's just yeah, this big really... buff like Viking looking dude, and he's just like going fucking hard, <laughs> just like dancing, and people like edit like uh, dub music over it that like fits mm. with his dancing. It's pretty funny. And he was a, he was a meme for a while from the oh this guy oh my god yeah. yes yeah it's similar. Yes, okay. I know exa- Yep. Oh, I love it. Look at that two-step. Two-step. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Like, you can just tell he's been going for a while. Like, he's still got the energy, but he just, he looks like he's getting a little, boom, boom. Just the slaps and everything. He, <laughs> it's so funny. I love this whole video. Just killing it. Oop. Oh, I want your stats. I want your stats? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, you want to see my specs, Captain Daddy? Have we talked about our three wishes yet? If we came across a genie lamp, what our three wishes would be? Oh, my three wishes. Wait. Okay. So, question is, what's off? What's uh, off would, limits. So, off table is the uh, rules that genie lays out. You can't make someone fall in love with you. You can't um, wish for death. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. You can't wish to be killed. You can't wish to bring somebody back from the dead. Um, I can't wish to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it! Well, because you don't, need a wi- you don't need a wish to do that. <laughs> I do. I need something else to do it to me. That I wish and, I could die. That and the gene doesn't want to go to court and possibly prison. Exactly. Why? Murder. He's the only witness. <laughs> He's a magical entity. You had like how? Okay. Well, we're just gonna keep you in your lamp. <laughs> never gonna rub this lamp. <laughs> yeah, that's when he throws keep it on lockdown. Thro- throws him back down into the giant tiger mouth and never see him again. No, if I was going to go for three wishes, one of my wish would be a at least a successful business that I have. Like if okay. I was starting a business, yeah. I want it to be successful. Well, we're making that wish come true right here. Right now. On Make Strong Entertainment's very own Let's Smoke About It podcast. Look at it go. Look at it. This little baby right now. It's tiny. Successful in that. Uh, I would definitely wish for a clean health slate. Everyone gets revitalized. <laughs> Reset your, your health. Like my body. Yeah, my health. Like my joints and shit. <laughs> Can you just hit the refresh button on my body? Please? Yeah. I think one of them would definitely be, yeah, like a reset in that, like, I, I could still die of old age, but yeah, I, don't, like I'm not, I don't hurt. Yeah, I'm not losing age. My body just is going to feel younger and some joints and things will be repaired, you know, in a way. Yeah, but eventually, like... My heart just stops working. Yeah, it's still gonna. It's still or I get gonna hit degenerate. by a truck. I just get a second chance at feeling good. I would save that for like maybe when I'm fifty. Like, can I like Hold bank bank a wish, wish. <laughs> when I really start hurting at like fifty, sixty? Here at Bank a Wish Foundation, <laughs> you can put a wish away for when you have cancer. Well, what about wishing for immortality? Immortality or mortality? Immortality. At the age that you currently are, when you wish it, I would think that that wouldn't be out of the spectrum. If he is an, if he is a cosmic being with ultimate cosmic power, and you being such a small entity on a planet such as this, I would think that 
the version of immortality that humans could achieve would be something that he could do for you. Now, if you're talking immortal to any level of like, well, you got like if you were to go, if you were to try and compare your immortality to Lord Beerus from Dragon Ball, I'm saying immortality in the realms (laughs) of the human world. Like you cannot die of old age. You cannot get cancer. Yeah, Your organs cannot fail. I would, I would think that that's something that he could do. Like in the no realms problem. of a human, like yeah. someone can still just shoot you in the face and you could die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be I, okay with that. Yeah, I'd agree with because, that. Because, well, actually, you could save a couple wishes. Because if you wish for immortality, then you don't then, need that clean bill of health. Yeah, you don't need the clean bill of health, well, yeah, and that one. and mm-hmm. you don't really need to like worry about having a truly a successful, successful business because you have you eternity to make a success. Yeah. I could true. fail You'd a million have, times. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're going to yeah. get it right. And if you get thrown out on the streets because you wasted too much money, well, guess what? You don't need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because just you're immortal in the human realm, so you don't starve. I was going to say, you don't need to sleep. You would need, I, I personally, if I were to do the immortality wish, it's not one of mine, but if I were to do so, I would modify it to the point where I don't need to eat or breathe or sleep. I do it for pleasure and to maintain the illusion of being truly one of everybody else. Actually, yeah. no, because you'd still need to be able. Oh yeah, no, I'd go with that. Yeah, because the breathing. Just I don't be able to, to convert it to pure energy or some shit. Like I don't that. want to fucking so, suffocate, so it'd be nice not having to really need to breathe. That brings <laughs> that brings my wishes. A little goofier, but. My first wish would be to have all the capabilities and knowledge on how to use it and use it to its maximum capabilities that this person does. Everything that Vegeta is able to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be okay. sweet. Mainly because at that point, I could turn that into my main venture of life. Could you, you imagine Saiyan? having well, somebody as a Saiyan? You would a, be an somebody who can superhero. fly. Yeah, a real life superhero. Somebody who can actually, like, do, like, those, love, you know. A bridge is collapsing. Well, let me just fucking well, save it's like all these people work. real quick. It would be perfect for rescue work. Mm-hmm. You can move a bunch and of it things. Would be, and it would be minuscule in terms of my power level to be yeah. able to do oh, yeah. Instant transmission. Oh, mm-hmm. I need to go to the other side of the world. No, exactly. I'm here. What's up? You need yep. help? <laughs> Precisely. Well, then you want some of that Goku scaling. power because Vegeta can't instant transmission. Oh. Uh, have you been keeping up on the manga? Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're misinformed. <laughs> he Vegeta has been spending time on Planet Yard Rat, and he okay. has uh, been learning a technique to release a bunch of pent up capabilities that he's had. Oh, he's ever got since the beginning rage. of his. It's not just the pent up rage. Like Goku has this same problem, but Goku isn't trained in how to do it. He goes and oh. he goes and tries to just train with the gods and see if that works better. But um, the people of Planet Yard Rat use a completely separate like way of unlocking your energy. It's a whole thing, but that being said, I would uh, that would be my first wish because then as a job you don't have to worry about income, you don't have to worry about you know all sorts of stuff. Granted, it would require upkeep, but if that became my lifestyle, that would be pretty easy for me to dedicate myself to to be able to upkeep. Well, it's like to feed yourself and shit, just down in the ocean, grab a fish, eat that fish. Like, exactly. You don't need the normal human amenities. Precisely. To survive. Yeah, you just you know I could go, I could go pick up a whale. If I really want it, I'm not saying I would, but like that's, you know, I could go do that at any point in my entire life. I could go and do well, that and with those powers. The, the, 
the state or the country. You'd be working for the fucking planet. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you so would hope. Yeah. The dude, the military would try everything to recruit me, and I would literally tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> like, I'd be like, I'm not working for you. Eat a I sure, shit ain't working for China or Russia or anything no. like that. I'm not working for any fucking government. I operate under my own capabilities. And if you don't like how I operate, good luck holding me back and killing me. Because realistically, dude, Raditz at the very beginning virtually could take on any human being singularly that he would want. Let alone any of the other people. Like Boo being able to wipe out almost the entire planet for fun. Turn everyone into chocolate and eat them. Gohan being able to do that at Ultimate Gohan. And then Vegeta being... You know, it's a whole thing. That's That would be my first. My second is to operate the planet and the world and the universe and our existence as a um, MMORPG. I was going to say like a slice of life anime. That way you have um, stats. <laughs> you can see what's going on with you. You know, you can check your inventory at all times about everything that you're like, Okay, yeah, yeah. Locations. So Sora Online was pretty, was like... Yeah, that's a, that would be a good example. With that kind of level of simulation, whatever you have yeah. to make a life in it. Exactly. That would be sweet, yeah. Yeah. Get travel these other planets within our solar system mm-hmm. would be killer. Um, and then the third would be to. Um, I don't think I have a third. Like truly, I because it changes. It changes a lot based on what my mood is. Because those first two would make life so much more infinitely enjoyable for me personally that I just couldn't think of anything that yeah. would make it better. I think my third. I'll have a w- coke. <laughs> <laughs> I think my. <laughs> I love a Coke. I love a Coke. That's a, that's a really horrible joke that we're referencing. But if you get it and you can laugh along, then please. Um, I think my third one would be that Taco Bell served its breakfast all day, every day. <laughs> I mean, that's my third wish. It's not a bad wish. Good Are you? That's not a bad wish. It's not terrible. It was worse. I could have wished for, yeah, I could have wished for an apple. I could be like, uh, so I'll take immortality, uh, world peace, and an apple. Two left shoes. Why? Who is giving these wishes? Who, like, has so much that they just, hey, I need a pair of two left shoes or the same thing? About a lost two left shoes at one point in my life and I need to replace them. But if that was your biggest issue in life. Or if I can be this. <laughs> like, that's, my, that's my biggest concern. Or, that's where I'm being stopped in my tracks. <laughs> or my last wish, I wish to be the CEO of Dickie's Jeans. Why? <laughs> Who stopped wearing jeans recently? He, he did? Checkmate atheists. Fucking <laughs> money. <laughs> What? <laughs> the CEO of Dickie's Jeans stopped wearing pants recently. What? Or no, the, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna okay. be the CEO. That's my last wish to be the CEO of Dickie's and then Jeans. You wouldn't wear jeans. Is that what you're saying? Nope. <laughs> strictly, strictly wear sweatpants. And how does that re- revert to atheists? Huh? I don't know. I'm just that's where I got. I'm lost. just <laughs> really pulling. Lost. I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Is all. It's just a bit, you know. But That's it right. Genes don't exist in the Bible, so it's not a real thing. <laughs> I'm wearing jeans, so I have to believe in jeans. See, me and this guy got it right. Look at that. We'll count for this 
I'm not about to be seen out in public in my jammy jams. I don't even let my roommates see me in my jammy jams. You, know, going you just have to let go of all your inhibitions. And no, just... believe me, I really don't care. I just they don't they never nobody ever sees me in my jammies. <laughs> No. <laughs> would He's be super some inappropriate. kind of mystery in his life. I well, I did it with my old roommates, but that, that was it was a diff yeah it was a different dynamic. That was three that was three bros in a townhome. <laughs> three bros it, it, in a townhome were it, allowed it to was, get naked with each other. He lived other. with a bunch of small, giddy, giggly women and a bunch of horny British college students. I yes. Living with them? No. Let me tell you something. I had sex one time in the last like How year. How many times did you get naked in that house? Oh, a lot. That's what we're talking sex. about. But you had sex one time. One time. These numbers. I have questions. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. I, just I know you don't care. I want to bit at you. You're gonna bit at me? <laughs> um. Well, strap on your helmets. All right, everybody. Everybody locked in. Clicked in your seatbelts. All right, here we go. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> shit! <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank God we had our helmets on because that was a pretty rough segue. Drop my drink. Dropped your drink. Whoa. I lost my favorite hat. <laughs> It's um, great, man. I'm I so thirsty. Uh, well, you're lucky because my f <laughs> that was my favorite hat. Let me explain something to you about my favorite hat. I don't have a favorite hat. I don't wear hats. Fuck! Anyway, I have a question for the two of you guys. Would you rather run a successful entertainment LLC, able to crank out videos, media, with the level of production that you aspire to have, mm. or would you rather be in a successful touring band that you could provide your life with um and and like a happy and a fruitful life not even just like you know an, an average life like some you know well, not necessarily metallica but also not like what under like oath has data, data remember it was a, is a perfect example yeah that yeah that'd be a fair it's that's like a good well known but yeah. they're not like stretched thin yeah exactly uh, counter question can i have my cake and fuck it too <laughs> I was gonna say both of those are great. I think I would go with the entertainment, cause it's like there's more opportunities, right? Yeah, I feel like I can be more creative with video content, cause I I found out like when creating music, a I found it was a lot harder than I thought it was gonna oh, be. Yeah. It is so difficult, <laughs> and I grew so much more appreciation for all artists, even if their music is generic and stupid. But <laughs> at least they did something. But it's, it's hard, and I am, like, kind of a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to it. So, like, you know, I want it to sound a certain way, and I don't have a, quite the musical knowledge to make it sound that way. And, like, which is fine, because, honestly, I like it more as a hobby to do either on my own or just to just like tinker on one song. song for a month. I, like, I made one song. <laughs> and it took three months, but I did. <laughs> Whereas I feel like with videos, like now that we've been doing the Let's Plays and we're doing this, and even once we start doing some live action stuff, which will be so fun. Oh my yeah, god. Okay, wait, look at that camera right there. I mean, we, we, we'd we also been, I mean, we've been doing it since high school, so. Oh. Like, 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 I feel like I can just get more creative 
because songs have a certain structure and you know like and a lot of constant memorization and i mean i guess it gets easier the better you know your instrument like if i I knew the guitar inside and out then it would be whatever but with this we can go shoot a video do a podcast do whatever and i forget about it yeah and then just move on Uh, unless it's like a script but i don't know it's it's different but i think i would have more fun doing that well and then like with the because i would i would go with the entertainment too there's just no ceiling to it you can do whatever you want as long as you can think of it mm-hmm. and as long as you can think of it and put the pieces together you can you can come out with a bunch of different stuff and there's always an audience for something so yeah. even if it's like well the people you went for they don't like it but you got these fans over here all of a sudden it's like well maybe i can do this and that like it kind of gives you options you're not just stuck to one thing yeah funny enough they uh something like that happened to me in a weird little punk rock group i was a part of we started popping up with fans in like australia and like europe hell yeah and that was kind of crazy it's just like nobody here likes what we're doing but over there we're starting to gather you know a little bit of attention and so australia of all places of all places like are you (laughs) kidding me i i would agree with you both mainly because through the entertainment llc you could potentially go a route of doing music if you should so please exactly you know you, you can, can make videos that. yeah you can make videos like that um and even depending on how good you are look at um youtubers like uh stevie t jared dines um yeah there's there's different uh, ways nick, that you nick can nocturnal make... you know there are a bunch yeah. of guys that do their mm-hmm. you know have their own groups have done multiple bands multiple projects they now have the funding to put stuff together jared dines for christ's sakes uh, hosted a show in seattle daddy rock daddy rock you know yeah. he's and he's had numerous bands before and it's all because of his entertainment llc yeah. the what he's able to do on platforms of social media and being able to share his content and build those friendships with bands like trivium and breaking benjamin and it's just well that just goes with the entertainment again just yeah. doesn't have and a that's ceiling and that's just one anything. that's just one segment that's that's music yeah if you choose to go that route let alone the route of podcasting let alone the route of live action be it in cooking be it in comedy be it in um, you know, Acting whatever. It's always been like a small thing. It's been in the back of my mind. It's like that would be pretty fun. Like, it would be always come back to me. It's like I would. It would be awesome. That. I would. Yeah. Amateur acting, whatever. Just act yeah. Some just kind. do it. Low budget. I don't give a damn. Mm. But that just goes to show that with the level of commitment you could have to something like that, that shows where you could be in two or three years, let alone five. So that's why I asked the question. That's a good question. I appreciate the question. It was solid. Well, let's make you? it. Uh, what What would I rather do? The entertainment LLC, oh, okay. for sure. Because with how we have discussed some of the ideas that we have, um, I have uh, had a lot of visions that I would like to. Oh, yeah, we talked about yeah, this Yeah, we've talked about a lot of them. But, um, the platform you know, is set, baby. Exactly. The platform set. We got we to, gotta, you know, just round it off. Got to make some deep, some good strides in what we know and what we would like to go know going further. Well, the Backstreet Boys reunion tour doesn't really help our case. No, it neither does the My Chemical it. Romance one either. Did <laughs> they cancel that one or did they just reschedule that? Are you going? I 
I guess I should ask. No, I, I don't I wasn't know what's gonna happening go anymore. Oh no, he was. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's code word for Corona. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's a little bit we got from Game Grumps. I was gonna say I, <laughs> right <laughs> over my head. I do know though that they actually are going on tour. That, that's that's why <laughs> oh, I shit. thought you brought it up. I'm like, oh. yeah, I guess that throws a well, wrench that was in the a system. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone tweeted that at Aaron. <laughs> it was like, Aaron, what do we do? <laughs> He's like, run. <laughs> don't go outside. Stay hidden. Hide <laughs> under that rock. Get under the stairs. <laughs> yeah, it, it does kind of make it hard, especially for like going out in public areas to shoot shit and, mm-hmm. and do stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. As much as I would love to be a part of a successful touring band because that's been a lifelong dream of mine, I still feel like there are more things that you can do with... Well, but then there's the vice versa. Bands like August Burns Red, especially with the reunion of the Backstreet Boys, mm-hmm. has um, <laughs> gone out on multiple platforms and is now oh bringing more I'm of sorry. a voice to other things that are going on. Jake Lures, especially with... Um, I can't remember the name of the foundation, but it's a project that he's put together in terms of like raising mental uh, health awareness, okay. as well as g- providing a platform for people to feel comfortable enough to talk to about issues with people who are trained professionals to talk with about that. Like, nice. it's you know they're using stuff like that. Uh, um, Matt Griner, their drummer, is doing this whole bit. He's got his own podcast now that he's doing. He brings in a bunch of special guests and talk about drums and their religion and things of that nature but like you could go both ways the entertainment llc you could go the music route with the music route you could broaden your horizon to be more Mm -hmm. um appealing to more people but i don't think that there's as much of that capability on the music side even though that like deep down that's what i would love to do right i feel like i overall i would have more fun i would be able to express myself to my entirety through the broadened horizon that is um, the entertainment group. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you can express it in different forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have every intention of exploring all those outlets as well. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm it's gonna be a lot every of fun. Outlet that I can I'm gonna my greasy fingers into. Explore your outlet. Started from the bottom, and now we're kind of halfway up. I'm crawling on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> started from the bottom, and now we're one tick up. <laughs> we're getting there slowly but surely. Whoa. But we're always going to be right here with you. I think that might might just wrap wrap that bad boy up. Wrap yeah. that little that smoke right up. I think it's nice time to get in our silver rocket ship blast on out of here. Until next time. Really appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Uh, Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. And follow our social medias that are in the description thing. Feel free to leave a like and a comment. Let us know what you think of this week's episode. Yes, and keep returning, please. Yeah, please. Please, please. We need this. We're trying to survive. Subscribe. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.